um, is a, just such a well-rounded artist. I can do everything. Cause there's some people that are really good at this thing and then really good at that thing. But then there's people that are just seem like they're just good at everything. And, um, he's definitely one of the guys that I strive to, uh, you know, be at that level someday. It'd be cool. Not so much the maybe like selling pieces at that like level of like that hot, like maybe price point of art, but it'd be cool to have the ability because like, I'm still fucking learning. Like, and I know he's still learning too. He seems like when I talked to him and I skated with him once and went to dinner, he was super humble. So I feel like even today he would still be like, Oh, I'm still learning. I have so much to work on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but for me where I'm coming from and my perspective, I'm like, dude, like, I want to be that good someday. I want to just like know things about glass. Like, you know, sometimes I, I'm out here scratching my head. I'm like, why did that happen? And I'm trying to solve problems. Like, and I don't really have an answer, you know? And, I, and then I, then I see the people I look up to. And I'm like, damn, like that dude's got some answers, but I'll get there. I know I will. I just gotta be patient. Got a bunch of cool shit on the way. I'm excited. I'm excited to smoke some fresh quartz. That's okay though, this is fine. This will work. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 93 of the podcast. If you've never watched this podcast, essentially what this is is an hour rant. We talk about glass, life, small business, a little bit of everything. Uh, my name's Evan. If you want to check out more of my work, at They Did It, at Bear Mountain Studios, link down below <coughs> or tag down below. Oh my God, that dab. <coughs> hey, big boy. That's <coughs> what that was called. <coughs> Holy cow. And, um, yeah, don't forget to check out our website, sign up for the newsletter to stay up to date on all of our drops. If you want more Bear Mountain stuff, sign up to our Patreon. We're doing giveaways all the time on there, extra content, extra drops uh, with a smaller pool of people, so a higher probability of scooping something. Also having limited drops on Patreon as well, like our 5 mil drop coming up will be Patreon only. <coughs> oh my god. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to recover from that first dab of the day. Oh. Worked out hard as fuck this morning, so the devs are hitting extra hard. I've just been lifting weights for a while with my trainer, and <coughs> I swear, like, I've been missing every cardio day for, like, the last four weeks because it's like, oh, the kid's sick, or this happened, so I'm just missing my cardio day, which is Wednesday. Didn't miss it today. Holy fuck, guys, it fucked me up. But I'll tell you what, I'm getting way more stone, so it's totally worth it. <coughs> oh, my God, but I'll tell you, I haven't been able to stop coughing since I left the gym. Cause we fucking we're pushing sleds and shit and that shit fucked me up. Now I want to put my mouth directly on that because it's fucking covered with resin. I don't want fucking sticky lips, but get the rest of that smoke out of there. Oh, we're smoking bubblers today too, folks. We got the two different sizes of the 18 millimeter flower bubbler here. We have the triple diffused and the double diffused. Um, you guys have seen the big one before. This is one of the newer big ones, so the perk is just a little bit more spread out. 
Um, still constantly refining and doing little adjustments to see how far I can push the water before it becomes like an issue of like drinking it. Um, I think this newer batch is able to push the water even higher yet staying in control of it. So it's pretty sweet. And these are the first batch I did of these smaller ones too, which are the more affordable ones and just like an awesome daily and so much flavor too. Like the guys at the studio have been loving the little one, which isn't so little. It's honestly 12 inches tall. <coughs> so, well, this one's about 11, but they're 11 to 12 inches tall. Um, they're a bigger piece. And I just took a dab of some Hey Big Boy from Oleo which I'm not really sure what the genetics are on it, but it tastes like fucking creamy, cushy, sweet. It's just a really nice, nice terpene. And um, through this pipe, honestly, such a nice like flavor and direct, but this is designed for flour specifically. Um, but I don't have any flour right now. I just got dabs, which is weird forever. I mean, the first year and a half of this podcast, I was just fucking smoking joints in the beginning. Now we're just heavily dabbing again. It's wild how that kind of just like it's like ebb and flow it goes back and forth like sometimes you're smoking a lot of flour and then you're smoking a lot of hash and i don't know that's why i know i'll be able to <clears throat> consume cannabis forever because there's a wide variety of ways to consume it it's not boring it keeps it interesting i'm actually sending to uh, one of these bubblers to um uh stand-up comedian and podcaster that i'm uh, a fan of there's a little piece of glass on my table don't want to scratch and stuff um, I'm excited though, because like, I'm noticing now that a lot more people are being more open about their cannabis consumption. Like I'm seeing like podcasters and people that have been doing stuff publicly on radio or on their own podcast for five, six, seven years and never smoking or anything nowadays, they're smoking on their fucking podcasts and shit. Not a lot. Maybe they just take a hit or something, but a lot of these podcasters and like media people that I enjoy listening to that I notice are also all about smoking some weed. I'm trying to make sure they're smoking my glass. Um, <clears throat> but it's really cool when someone organically finds you and then reaches out. That's always like the coolest thing. But at the same time, I'm still like hunting for people. I'm like, oh, if you're smoking weed on a podcast, let me get a Bear Mount Studios rig to you because I want you smoking my pieces. Even though I don't really have, it's not like I'm not looking for pr promotion or anything. Um, I don't really have like glass to sell right now because I have such an amazing support system already so I'm not really like trying to like have anyone advertise be like go buy this guy's work I more or less want these people to experience my function and I also want them to taste our part of the industry and when I say our part of the industry I'm talking about the heady glass scene or the the glass scene that's like the American handmade like grassroots like movement of like pushing the limits and making different functionals and stuff like that I want these people that are like broadcasters and stuff that I look up to like using that work so they're getting the best experience possible from their cannabis consumption um it's nothing like there's just one podcast I watch that's fucking hilarious but they like will take dabs on the podcast they just started dabbing in the last three months on this podcast it's like a six or seven year old podcast and now they call it like the dab years so they're like slamming dabs like back and forth and they're talking they're doing it live in a New York City comedy club they're in a comedy club in New York City in a room full of people at a table doing a live podcast, like three or four people, and they're like passing a rig around taking dabs, but they're like smoking, um, maybe not the best rig ever. It like looks like something they maybe just got from a bodega on the corner, like in Manhattan, and like definitely like an import now, and they're taking hot ass dabs, and I'm like, I want you guys taking proper temp dabs on nice glass so you can really see. I want, and also if you're publicly showing this to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, I want them seeing how good this can be. I don't want them being like, cause like some of the guests come on, they're like, 
oh, I heard you guys are doing dabs on this show now and it like makes your lungs feel like they're melting like they're fucking like liquid like like chemicals and it's like burns your lungs and i'm like fuck dude like that probably feels like that if you're taking a hot dab off a shitty setup but if you get you a dab right and a proper setup with a proper rig now all of a sudden you're going to be pushing a message and an image of the cannabis and hash culture that like this shit is like wine like like wine tasting like even the guy that's getting this, he does a full separate podcast. There's all these different podcast people that I talk to and have been for a while now that like finally have time to send people glass and stuff. And someone actually bought a rig, which was cool. Um, but like <clears throat> even the guy that's getting this, like he doesn't know anything about dabbing. He just knows that it's like super strong and it's kind of like scary. He's like, I'm a, he's like, I smell weed, but he's like, I, I haven't graduated to dabbing yet. That shit like scares me. I've heard it's like really harsh on the lungs and then like you get like way too stoned and I'm like dude that that's the narrative that's going around for sure because most people aren't doing it right it's like I told him it would just be like wine tasting like wine can taste really good if like you're at the vineyard talking to the person who like grew the grapes and tells you about the land and explains the notes of flavors and has you drink it out of the glass a certain way and tells you how to do it so you can really enjoy it or you can take an old bottle of wine that's been sitting out open for weeks that's warm put it in like a fucking beer glass and just drink it and it'll be fucking gross and you'll throw up everywhere. So like you can do wine wrong too, just like you can do hash wrong. Like, and that's why I explained to him and he found it like really interesting. And I'm like, guys, fly me out to New York city and get me on some of these podcasts. I'll bring some dope ass glass and some hash and I will fucking get silly with you and we'll take dabs and I'll educate you and your followers on like smoking, at least what I know about it. Not saying that I know everything at all. I'm learning too. I got a Chaz ass banger. It can prove how little I know sometimes. That's actually not, that's not a knowledge thing. That's just a laziness thing, you know? Really, when I'm Chaz and now, it's just laziness. Also too, if it's a studio now, I found they get Chaz quicker because so many people touch the bucket before they heat it up. For example, we dip it in alcohol, wipe it all off. You wipe the whole nail down, then I'll see someone grab the bucket with their hand and put it on there and then heat it up. Every time you do that, that like oil from your skin and stuff creates like a layer of like Chaz on the nail. Most people don't realize that. It's like, yeah, you dip it in alcohol, wipe the whole nail off, but if you grab the bucket with your bare hands and set it back in, you just fucking got the thing dirty again. So you either grab the neck or like hold it with the cloth and set it in. If you really don't want to chaz your nail, um, that oil on your fingers is one big thing that definitely does it. Um, <clears throat> on top of, you know, not changing your alcohol enough, um, not Q-tipping prior to dipping, dipping the nail when it's too warm. There's a whole list of things. And for that reason is why I have a chaz now, because I'm not trying to remember all that. I'm like, dude, whatever. It tastes fine. We'll just keep it rolling. I'm like, me and my producer were just talking about this a second ago. It's like, we both are dads. And before we had kids, like we could keep the rig super clean and like Q-tip the nail every time perfectly and everything and have this whole ritual. But once you have kids, it's like, I gotta get stoned as quick as possible. Like I don't have time to, I have to like, I have to like sneak away to the garage and slam a dab real quick and run inside and pretend I'm not coughing and be like, I just had to check something out there. I'm everything's great. Yeah. I'll change that diaper sick. Okay, cool, cool. And keep fucking crushing and being a parent. Um, yeah. So that's just what it is. So we got Chaz bangers in this place, but I got some freshies coming. They should be here today or tomorrow. So that means next week's podcast, we're going to have fresh nails. I'm getting a five mil Slurpee. I got a 10 mil Slurpee. Finally, I can start smoking my 10 mil rigs again and a fresh 14 millimeter Slurpee. So next week's episode, maybe we'll have like a guest on and just smoke a shit ton of hash and just play with new nails. Um, Cause that sounds nice. Uh, but I've been, I had a, wow. Let me tell you about these bubblers though, guys. These things I love, they're like a love hate relationship. <coughs> uh, 
these are not a super, super complicated piece, but man, I found it so easy to fuck them up because they're so big when I'm making them. They're just like, it's so easy to like bang one into each other and crack one or like, um, just like not keeping the whole piece warm and part of it exploding because you're like, fuck, like with a smaller piece, it's just like, just the radiant heat from my flame is kind of keeping the whole little piece hot, but these pieces are so big. So when I'm working up here at the mouthpiece, this base is cooling rapidly. Um, and I, it's just, I, I learned, I'm learning a lot on these larger uh, pieces, regardless of how complicated things are or not. I'm just, there's different, there's definitely different steps when trying to maintain the, the heat and like, there's a bunch of different things that can go wrong. Um, but just besides that, like surface issues with the glass and things like that. But I've been learning a lot on these and it's really fun. And I found that like, after I made all the bubblers uh, for this uh, previous drop, which thank you everybody that supported and scooped one. These are ones that are second quality ones. That's why I not sandblasted. They didn't, uh, didn't make the cut, but that means they get to be in my collection. Um, <clears throat> man, I had a lot of fucking broken ones and I had like six second quality ones. Um, so my dad's getting a fresh bubbler. I got a couple podcasters and comedians that have been waiting for something. So I'm going to send because most people smoke flour. So this is like the perfect piece for most of these, like normal people who are just ripping bongs, you know, or just smoking a flower bowl. Now, like me over here and most of you folks, I feel like the list me too are slamming dabs as well. We're a minority. I'll tell you what, even in the cannabis culture, like we're like people who dab at this like caliber with this like level of hash as normal as it is to you, as much as you may do it and whatever, like it's, you know, it's special, it's unique and not everyone's going to get to experience like these terpenes or these flavors. There's certain hashes I smoke that like, I'm like, oh, like the like the certain green dot stuff. I'm like fucking Dave worked his ass off to find this genetic and then breed this and then pheno hunt this new strain and then find the best way to extract this genetic and all these things just to get this flavor. And they might only run this flavor for like maybe like a, a quarter of the year or half a year or something. And then it goes into the stable for a bit or whatever. It's just, there's just certain flavors. I'm like, damn, like <clears throat> I might get to taste this only this like one time in my life and then just tell everyone about it. Like how many of you folks out there have a strain that you had once that you still tell stories about like, man, that one time we got that one bag of this, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> so I still have that feeling even to this day, 11 years into smoking hash, you know, this experiment continues. It's essentially what I'm trying to do. I'm like, how much hash can you smoke before it's a problem? So we're testing. There's lots of tests going on right now. Um, we're going to continue testing. Let's do a test on this larger bubbler. I heard a noise outside. It's garbage day, so I might hear some noises. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what it is. Where is my shit? Ah. I know, Bane. Stoked on these new caps. Getting them refined with the boys. We were supposed to have a drop um, this past Friday of these, but we're postponing it just because I don't want to rush it. Like, I set drops and... I think I need to be, I have a certain pace I work at and I'm crazy, but I also have to remember that like I'm working with other humans and no human should work 80 hours a week or more. Just not necessary. If you have to, to survive, do your thing. If you're crazy and that's what you need to do to survive, do your thing. And that's my thing. But yeah, like I have to just like be a little bit more, um, I'm super chill with my guys, but I have to like be more like, 
when I'm setting goals for myself or setting drop dates, I have to realize that like not everyone, you know, people, yeah, I have to just realize like other people have other shit going on, dude. They're not fucking like crazy like you and trying to just work all the time, you know? And I never put pressure on my guys to work at all. If anything, I bet my guys would tell you, I wish Evan would manage us more. <laughs> just kind of like sometimes just like, what should we do today? You know? And then I have to be like, oh, you guys should do that. You know, I try to, because I try not to hover over people like once, but maybe I should step over them more and try to like, st I just like, I feel like most of us kind of know what to do, but like learning glass blowing and getting the dexterity and learning how to shape and make your hands do what your mind knows needs to be done is, is takes time and practice. You know, it's, it's something you have to do over and over again, wax on, wax off kind of shit. And, um, I don't want to like hover over my guy's shoulders and make them feel like pressured or make them feel like they're fucking up or, or anything. I'd rather at the end of the day, let's see what you did. Look over it, talk about what we need to work on, <clears throat> but maybe I should step in and try to be more hands-on with it. You know, it's a balance, right? There's a balance there and not being on, not being hands-on enough could be also disrespectful in its own way. So I'm trying to figure my shit out. You know, my boys know that I'm always working on it too and I'm conscious of it. I'm not trying to fuck anybody over. I'm just trying, I'm trying to do a good job myself, but I'm also trying to be accountable, right? We're all working on some shit. That's essentially what this podcast is too. It's just me learning. I've been watching some of the early episodes and I'm like, oh man, that's so interesting. Like where I was at in my life then. And like, I still have the same like ideas and stuff, but I just don't think about a lot of the things I was thinking about a couple years ago anymore. Now it's just like so crazy how consumed my life is by being a dad. It's weird. Um, I watched the early episodes. It's very much about like, I feel like business and stuff. And then as the show went on, it became more about me just talking about what I was working through that week and perspectives, working through ego or thinking about like just overthinking things essentially on camera. Um, and then we're doing that in this episode again. Uh, but it's just, it's just weird to see how these things develop. I think the What's Up Everybody podcast is a way too for me just to like try a bunch of different things and I could also like format like I've always wanted to do like shorter format videos that just had like certain points like oh this is about this whereas the What's Up Everybody podcast is just like open talk thinking hanging out some people definitely would prefer like a shorter video that's like this is what the video is about here's the title so you know what you're getting into you know, anybody that's watching this, they're just they're just down to hang out, which I love that. That's how I am too with a lot of these types of shows that I watch. They're just talks and hangouts. It's it's honestly what I need. I don't want an agenda sometimes. I don't want a schedule. I have enough fucking schedules and agenda. I have a three year old just gonna be four soon. I have so much shit I have to be on schedule for, so many things I have to be on time for that when I get into a podcast or something, like I almost don't want an agenda. I'm just like just tell some fart jokes and just goof around and like be dumb. Like I don't care. Like I want, I have no expectations. Not saying that that's how I should be. I'm just telling you guys what I like to watch just because of my current, you know, where I'm at in life. I'm sure as I get older and I get more balanced, I'll probably, uh, sure I'm smoke some more rosin and get more balanced. Maybe I'll start being more gravitated towards things that really have like a beginning and end and a reason. But right now I just need, I just need like people and noise and stuff and no schedule when I have time to have no schedule. I have to schedule my time for no scheduling, you know? <clears throat> see here. Motor breath. Hell yeah. Getting some motor breath rosin here from Oleo. Been really loving Oleo's rosin lately. It's crazy. They've been getting all my monies. Um, it's just 
awesome to see companies constantly getting better and better and better. I love that. Been buying and seeing these companies for years. It's so wild. Wild. Wild how far people have come. What's weird too is like the more, um, oh, actually it's a little low, but let's, let's try a 480 dab. Let's see what happens. A little low, but really tasty. Those big pearls sound crazy. It's like a little fucking, <coughs> I don't even know. Like a little windy toy or like a little engine or something. Because we're doing the bigger pearls for these uh, Slurpees because that's what I've been liking to smoke. I tried two smaller pearls. I was like, eh. That was what I was smoking for a while. And then I did one small pearl. And then now I've been doing the one big pearl. And I'm like, dude, the big, the fatty pearl in there, that's awesome. Because I was able to do that. was like a 470, 480 dab. And I got still got like two pretty much full inhales and it was just nice super tasty that motor breath man oleo did a really great job of capturing that terpene because that's like when there's certain ogs you taste that you like i could like i could smoke certain things like oh that's sfv or or there's certain hazes where like if i smoke ghost train haze like i'll know it i'll be like oh that was ghost train haze or even golden goat if anyone remembers that back in the day you smoke golden goat you'd be like oh is that golden goat <coughs> <coughs> Or even fucking super lemon haze. Any of them do. They, there's distinct flavors. Nowadays, things are getting... I don't know. The genetic pool is so crazy nowadays. Especially if you guys follow Green Dot. I always talk about Green Dot. I, know, I should probably... I should ask him to be on the podcast someday. I'm sure he'd be down. That'd be really cool. That dude's got a lot of experience. Um, But yeah. It's just... It's crazy how different the genetics are at dispensaries. Like now, though, compared to even like three, four years ago. Um things change so quickly and it's not just the names but it's actually like the preferred terpene profiles i'd feel like but maybe that's just my own perspective but i feel like really like back when i first got to denver in like 2014 like like lemony shit was super popular like it was like anything that was like g13 or hp13 like any of the like lemons or oranges like those citrine profiles because i think <clears throat> even in 2014 people were still learning there was new growers coming here new investors like we just legalized there was lots of shit happening and it's hard to grow a lot of good shit but for some reason when lemony terpy shit you can grow a big room of it and even if you grow it mediocre it's still gonna taste like lemons um you can grow certain ogs mediocre and they don't taste good at all so it's like you actually have to grow certain things well in order to get the best terpene profile out of it but um, for like, you know, a normal person that's buying hash, like from dispensaries and shit, like if it smells like lemons, that's fire. So even mediocre stuff that was grown with a lemon terpene would be well, do well. So I feel like that's why in 2014, you'd see a lot of lemon shit like on the market and, and whatnot, but not, and then like, <clears throat> you know, cookies, but I wouldn't say it was even like cookies brand. It was more just like people using the terminology to describe a certain terpene profile that was becoming popular was like that cookie, which is that like, to me, how I would describe it as salty, buttery, warm with a gas gasoline terpene base to the whole thing. Um, really like a unique flavor. And I love the cookies. Like I, I still do. It's one of my, you know, like <clears throat> to have like 
a couple if i could only have like two flavors of hash i would literally just take like sfv like a really like that's the og i would still want i still love that san fernando valley og like the real deal that stuff's fire that for my og and then i would take a cookie like some sort of cookie crust because it's an og it's still gonna be super strong but it's very different um the fruity stuff i just don't like anymore anytime i buy fruity hash i end up taking one dab of it and then i put it on the community i have a community hash table in the studio where it's like oh when the boys are here it's like there's the hash you guys can dab for free it's just there you know or dab your own or just smoke that hash and save yours for home whatever um so there's always some like usually rosin on the community hash table and it doesn't mean that it's bad like it's all fire shit like i'm buying good rosin but it just means that like i personally don't like smoking too much of that terpene profile because i just don't like the way it makes me feel right i'm starting to realize now i'm like oh like there's certain times where i feel like shit and it might be because i'm smoking a certain strain super heavily all day and it's just like affecting me in a negative way and then there's certain days where i feel really really good and it's like oh and i'm starting to realize i'm like oh there's certain strains that just aren't aren't good with me like <clears throat> i can take one dab to enjoy like appreciate the hard work someone put in and taste the unique terpene profile and have a conversation with someone to describe it but if i'm going to use a certain like concentrate throughout the day as i work and live my life and take like multiple dabs of it it can't be that stuff it can't be fruity stuff that just it ain't it for me it has to be like anything that's in that like heavy like gasoline terpene profile it's it just it's like there's nothing else that tastes like this like I think I've told this on here before. There was like this old guy I talked to as a grower once, and he was like, if I wanted to eat a lemon, I'd eat a lemon. If I wanted to eat a banana, I'd eat a banana. He's like, if I want to smoke weed, I'm smoking weed. So like, well, his point was, he's like, I don't want your, because I would bring over crazy genetics to him. <clears throat> and I'd be like, dude, this, uh, this is um, deep chunk or banana OG or like whatever. And he's like, he wasn't about any of it. He was like, no. He's like, I just want gas. He's like, I love the way gasoline smells at a gas pump, but I can't drink gasoline, I'll die. I wanna fucking smoke weed, and really good weed smells like gasoline, like turpentine, like fucking petroleum chemicals, like powerful, like literal oil dripping off it that smells like gas. That's that's weed, not bananas, not lemons. Like, he didn't want none of that. <clears throat> and I, I always thought it was kind of stupid, when I was younger, cause I was like, dude, there's so many flavors. And I was like, I always looked at like Pokemon. You gotta catch them all, dude. You gotta have all these flavors, bro. And I like trying all the terpenes, but now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I just want a certain terpene and just a whole jar of that. And that's what I want to smoke. Cause it makes me feel good. It's good to know what you like, right? I love that, that, that OG gassy terpene profile. I can't wait to have fresh nails too. I hope they come today. Wish they were here for this episode. It's been very embarrassing with my chats now. I haven't been posting much dad videos, and if I do, I put it on my story so I can put a garbage can emoji in front of it or a sensor bar and explain that it's uh, offensive. <coughs> Man, what are we going to get into next? Okay, this one is a little fruity, but it's barely fruity. There's one fruit that I would, I would smoke forever when it comes to cannabis. Um, because this fruit specifically goes really well with gasoline terpenes and it's not like overwhelming. And if it is overwhelming, it's in a smooth, creamy way. And that's banana terpenes. Banana would be the one fruit profile that I can smoke a lot of when it comes to cannabis terpenes, but like the cherries, the lemons, the oranges, the 
any of the, like any of the berry ones, especially the the berry ones. Really, I used to grow a ton of berry stuff, and I loved the way it smelled when it was growing. I loved the colors I got out of it. But when it was finished, I would notice I was selling all of it. It was the prettiest weed. Everyone loved it. But fucking in the end, I was just like, oh, like this is not what I want to smoke. Like I want gas. <laughs> and I'd say gas to people in New York in 2010 and nine, and people would be like, oh, I got that gas, bro. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <clears throat> I don't mean this in a terminology as a, it's good. I mean, I want the weed that smells like gasoline. Do you have the one that smells like gasoline? And then it's like, I got dro, and it's like, mm, that ain't gonna be it. So I think I gotta grow my own. That's how it happened back. I only grew weed back in the day so that I had quality meds. I didn't grow it to sell it, but I had extra and I made sure my homies like that were like, would come over to like, you know, play video games or just like hang out and made sure that they had like little bits of flowers so that they were smoking clean and it was safe too. Cause it's not safe to go buy fucking weed in illegal States in 2009 and 10. It's not safe to go to the Wegmans parking lot and sit there for an hour and wait for the guy to bring you some weed. None of that's safe, you know, not safe to drive home with it or nothing. Me and my dad talked about it and we came to terms like it's much safer if we just don't talk to anyone and we just grow like a few plants, like in a tent and just like not pay for it from anyone. We won't be having anyone's phone numbers in our phones that sell weed. We'll just be private and just grow our own meds and keep to ourselves. And we did that for years, you know, until we all left New York and went places where weed is legal so that we could just do it without stressing about it. Cause it always stressed my mom out. She never liked it. She was, she, my mom always smoked weed, but she wasn't like a weed smoker, if that makes sense. You know, the person that will like, oh, you guys are like smoking a bowl. Like, oh, I'll take a hit and then they walk away and go do something else. They're not like going to sit there and smoke bowl after bowl with you. Um, they'll just take like a hit. That's my mom. Um, at least back in the day. I don't think she smokes too much anymore. Oh, banana puffy. Actually, give me my double diffused before she cracks all the way. This thing's covered with cracks. I'm just trying to see how long she stays together before she just, you know, explodes all over the table let's see here nail and we got extra like i ordered like another alcohol bath for my new nails so i can have like my dirty alcohol my clean alcohol and then like i'm just gonna have a whole thing set up so i can keep these new nails nice but i can't let the guys in the studio use them i feel bad they'll get they'll get old chazzy here though old trusty My wife, uh, when she played World of Warcraft back in the day, she had a troll with red hair, and its name was Trusty Rusty. There's some info for you. Now, what happened was, is my wife's account got hacked by someone back in the day, and in order for her to get her account back, <clears throat> because her account was in my name because I activated her account for her as a surprise. I was like, surprise, I got you a World of Warcraft account when we were 16 because I was playing a ton of WoW and not hanging out with her a lot. And I was like, check this out. I got you this World of Warcraft account. And I was like, now we can hang out all the time. <laughs> you just got to play WoW with me. Um, <coughs> so I, I set up her WoW account and it was in my name. So when we tried to retrieve her account after it was hacked, Blizzard wouldn't give it back to us because it was in my name and she was, you know, my wife was on the phone trying to do everything. They're like, well, we can't do anything. You're not Evan. So what they ended up having to do was because I had another account with my name, they ended up taking my wife's characters and just transferring them all to my other account. So I still have trusty rusty on my account, but my wife can't play her, which is awesome. Um, I just have her geared out troll from fucking Lich King when she used to do raids and shit. 
Just this fucking geared level 80 troll. Oh, no. Sh- yeah, troll shaman. Yeah, my wife used to play some serious wild with me. It was fun. It was fun. We did a lot of shit. We didn't, honestly, we didn't do that much before we had a baby. That's why, like, having a baby for us was, like, it made sense because we're already, like, homebodies and all that stuff. But at the same time, I always, like, wonder. I'm like, what were we so busy doing before we have kids? Because once you have kids, you get busy. Like, they keep you busy. Like, <clears throat> you basically shouldn't do anything. You're like, it's even like doing my podcast or even working. Like, it's so hard to do anything because you're like, there's so many, like, responsibilities to trying to be a good parent and shit. <clears throat> Saying that as I'm heating up a really Chaz now. I mean, it looks really contradictory, but it's, I promise, I'm responsible. Um, I am going to take this at low temp, so that's responsible, right? If I was irresponsible, I'd just be slamming hot dabs with no temperature reader. We're all willy-nilly over here. But I try to live a responsible lifestyle, taking properly temp dabs. I dip my nail in uh, alcohol, but again, it is Chaz. <clears throat> Dude, I'm like, I want to go to like events this year and shit, but there's like no way I'll be able to. It sucks. Like I'm going to do the Bear Mountain thing in Denver, but like I would love to do DFO and do all these things, but it's just like I can't. It sucks. I feel like I'm going to see all my friends hanging at the party and playing. I'm like, I can't, I can't go. Or it's like, or like looking out the window and seeing your friends playing outside and you can't go outside. I'm just getting myself prepped to feel like that a few times this year. Probably shouldn't even think about it. I'm putting too much weight into it already. It's going to hurt when it happens if I'm already talking about it. That's a problem. Okay, fuck it. I don't care at all, dude. I got fucking dope-ass hash. What do we got next? I don't care about nothing. We got Beazle. Beazle, I saw this on the shelf and I bought it because I haven't had Beazle in so long. And I don't remember Beazle tasting like this, but you know what? Every cut is different. And I actually like this one better. <coughs> Holy shit. I'm so happy it's fucking warm in Colorado right now. It feels so nice. The temperature is like, everyone's just happier when it's like sunnier. And, this, and because of, you know, daylight savings, you know, we got that fucking sun out longer. It's just awesome stoked but definitely still a bit oh that's way too big of a dab what am i fucking thinking i'm not gonna be able to even talk after that if i do that i think that's what my mind what i want to do i just want to do a huge dab sounds like someone's here oh cassie's taking the baby to the doctor so that's what's going on I usually take them from this side. Whoa. Mm. <coughs> 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 that Beazle. Whoa. I'm sorry, I just yelled in the mic. But that Beazle, phenomenal. Really reminds me of like Goji OG from back in the day. Man. Goji OG, the fucking pine soul cut. Damn. I used to be so much more into weed. What happened to me? I'm like, it's like me talking about skateboarding and be like, yeah, dude, almost round three though, right? That was sick. People are like, what? Almost. Is that even a brand anymore? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I'm just not up to date with things. I like it though. I like being a little bit oblivious because I find the more I know about things, the angrier I get. 
Um, so nowadays I'm choosing to be okay with just not knowing about everything that's cool. <clears throat> I don't know if it's so much of a choice as again, it may be a thing of laziness, just like my Chaz nail. Um, maybe I'm just not actively looking for things cause I really just don't care and knowing what's cool anymore. I'm just, it's, I'm telling you, dude, Aja, it's kids, bro. Does this, you're even younger than me. Has that happened to you, dude? Like you're already feeling like you don't care what is, what's cool anymore as much because your kid just, you're like, so thinking about him. You're like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck what's cool right now. Like <laughs> I got to fucking take care of this kid. It's crazy. It's so interesting growing up, but it's almost liberating. Like having something else that consumes you like that, like a kid, because you don't, at least in my perspective, I don't feel as many pressures to impress someone or be cool because at the end of the day, it's like, it doesn't even, it, if it doesn't matter to my kiddo, then it just doesn't even really matter. You know what I mean? Like it's whatever. Like, and this is a big world. Like you can't be friends with everybody. That's just not healthy. You know, you got to find the people you click with and just, you know, make shit happen with them. I forgot to put a pearl on that dab and I didn't like the dab as much. It's crazy how different a dab can be with just little minor changes of temperature to like what type of like accessory you have in the nail, whether it be a pill or pearl or whatever it is. That's the fun part though. At least for me, the fun part is like being able to switch it up every day and have that variety. Um, I think for a lot of collectors, it's probably the same thing. Like when you either get out of work or like you start your weekend or start your day and you're like, go to like your little spot where you have your dab ritual and you got all your different rigs. Like <clears throat> we all have a daily, but it's also cool to have like a couple different players on the bench that you can pull out certain days and be like, I just feel like hitting this rig today. And um, it just gives you a totally different experience. It's the one thing I always said to people when I was selling glass at trade shows. I'm like, every piece gives you a different high and every strain gives you a different high. So in my head, the amount of highs is infinite because there's so many different pieces and so many different crosses that we can chase so many different. I mean, that sounds, that doesn't sound good, doesn't it? But you know what it is, is it's just fun for me. That's what it, it's. I don't know why cinnamon buns and Grand Theft Auto Vice City was fun for me back in the day, but it was. Smoking hash and making pipes is fun for me now. I'm really not going to fight as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and I'm enjoying myself in a safe and healthy way. I don't know if it's healthy or safe at all. I can't say that. I'm smoking stuff, so who fucking knows? I'm having fun, though, and that's all that matters to me right now because we live in a weird world with a lot of funny things happen. Weird world, lost smells, or strange world, lost smells. I don't know. You guys, you'll know if you watch The Office. It's a quote, Mr. Michael Scott back in the day. All right, let's take another dab on this with a pearl because that didn't feel like the right double fuse dab. It was also a little too low, but that's actually what it was. I took it at my normal temp. I would take it with a large pearl in there, and then the dab just didn't milk the same. It's nuts how much those little var like variables change the whole like outcome of how you like smoke a piece. That's what I'm saying. It's really easy to do this improperly and have a bad time. So I wish people on these big podcasts would... uh. Or I wish like some like big comedian was like good at dabbing. Not saying I'm good at dabbing, but like I know enough to like help get you started. And then you can tell me what's good later after you've done a bunch. Um, <clears throat> that's my thing. I'll help you get started. That's me with like everything all the way down to almost like glass collectors. Like I have people that like I've been the first Teddy piece for a lot of people. And now these people collect like you sheens and fucking like the, the highest level. Like we're talking like 
the fucking like Mount Olympus level fucking gods of glass. Like, and I love that I'm part of some of these collector stories that like they saw a honey jar back in the day, got that, and they got into that, and then they oh, and then they saw like a different artist, and they kept working their way up through the ring, and then finally now this day and age are like got these incredible one of a kind like top tier. I don't know, like I always say Yushin because like whenever I think of like the best, it's like hard not to think of him. Um, is just such a well-rounded artist. I can do everything because there's some people that are really good at this thing and then really good at that thing. But then there's people that are just seem like they're just good at everything. And um, he's definitely one of the guys that I strive to, uh, you know, be at that level someday. It would be cool. Not so much the maybe like selling pieces at that like level of like that hot, like maybe price point of art, but it'd be cool to have the ability because like I'm still fucking learning. Like, and I know he's still learning too. He seems like when I talked to him and I skated with him once and went up to dinner, he was super humble. So I feel like even today he would still be like, Oh, I'm still learning. I have so much to work on. You know what I mean? Like, but for me where I'm coming from and my perspective, I'm like, dude, like, I want to be that good someday. I want to just like know things about glass. Like, you know, sometimes I, I'm out here scratching my head. I'm like, why did that happen? And I'm trying to solve problems. Like, and I don't really have an answer, you know? And, I, and then I, then I see the people I look up to. I'm like, damn, like that dude's got some answers, but I'll get there. I know I will. I just gotta be patient. Um, that's like people say it's about the journey and you know, not the destination. And I agree with that. The journey is the fun part. So I'm not trying to get through it fast, but I'm also trying to understand what my goal is too. Yeah. Okay. What's next here on the table? Hmm. Oh, I didn't even, I don't think I smoked this and this is what I wanted to smoke. The private puffy. This is literally laser cat. This is the best laser cat I've ever had. It's so fucking good. That just the consistency. I hope they just switch everything over to these batters because it's just so just everything about it. It's shelf life, like it's like not being in the fridge. I can tell you right now, these can just like sit on a table for like a while. Like I smoke them before they go bad, but like I've noticed like it's sitting there for a week and it's still all greasy and goopy and looks like a little pile of white pudding and just tastes like banana bread and gasoline. It's so fucking good. So good. I love when like pastry flavors and hash too. I'm just any of it. Anything that's around like Baked goods and gasoline. Baked goods and petroleum. Shit. That's all I want. Nothing more American than baked goods and gasoline. You know? Maybe that's why that's a terpene profile I like. Hmm. Maybe if I came from a tropical place, I'd like more of the pineapples and lemons. Maybe it's regional, how your terpene profiles go, how you, what you like. Who knows? I'm just trying to heat up a nail right now and kill time and make sure that the mic is not just this loud ass fucking torch. Did I not dip this? Doesn't even matter. I'm like over here, did I not clean this nail? I don't want to chaz it, dude. Did I not clean this right? No, it's just a, dirty, a little dirty pearl in there. The Dirty Pearl sounds like the name of like a really like mediocre pirate ship. Oh, that's right here, man. I'm I'm already too stoned. It's fun though. It's fun. It's a Wednesday.
It's before noon. We're having a good time. Talking about glass today. Today, I feel like today's been kind of like a heavy glass kind of talk, but more about like very like glass blower stuff, which I hope you guys don't mind. Um, sometimes I, in my head, I'll try to remind myself. It's like, oh, remember, like, make sure the conversations people are able to somewhat follow it if like if you're not a glass blower some of the stuff maybe i was talking about wasn't very interesting but it's what's on my mind today um i'm also really like been at a point where i'm on the fence of like expanding bear mountain or just like keeping it right where it's at um yeah trying to figure things out because i feel like right now i need to like uh, tighten everything up before I do any other moves. Like I feel like I need to tighten everything up for like at least a year and get everything really running smooth, make sure we're hitting our days and dates and schedules on time and all these things and make sure that like we're not having any slip ups during shipping. Just, you know, making sure that I don't want to grow too quickly and then miss things and have it affect us. So like right now I'm just trying to tighten everything up and get my team really on track and uh, get everything in order just fucking takes time god damn does it take time especially when there's only five days in the work week i mean for my guys at least i'm out here all the time but when i could actually talk to them and work with them <coughs> whoa <coughs> oh fuck oh shit that was a good one that's smooth. It's nice. Pleasant. That's how I describe that. Did it sound like it was pleasant for me? Oh boy. You know, when it went a little warm with that one. <clears throat> oh man, I worked out hard as fuck today. <coughs> Loosen up some shit in my chest. And it's just been. I feel it. It's uncomfortable. It's moving around. <coughs> Fuck. Holy shit. Is this my drink for the podcast today? An old coffee? Oh, whatever. Oh, fuck. It's not terrible, but it's not good either. <coughs> Ain't that life, though? If I were to tell... If someone were to ask me, if they were like, Hey, man, how's life? Maybe I would say it's not terrible, but it's, what did I even say the first time? It's not terrible, it's not good either. Yeah, that's about right, isn't it? At least right now. Yeah, at least right now. I'm happy though. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying generally, things can be, things can be challenging. Holy shit, that was the dad that makes you start thinking about life. Can I explain to you what just happened to me? You saw the whole podcast just take a fucking left turn right there. Because that was the dab that then your mind, your mind goes, whoa, life. Dude. Oh, my God. Dude, this is an old Adidas sweater, bro. What's Russia going to do without Adidas? I don't know. All right. HMR prototype. We've smoked this a few times on here, but I cleaned it the other day. So I wanted to bring it on again. <coughs> Still recovering from that dab, though, folks. Give me just a moment. Oh, my goodness. 
collecting myself. I'm working on a few uh, mini double diffuse today for a 420 giveaway at uh, the Healing Tree, which is a dispensary up in Denver. Super excited. Um, it's kind of a really cool thing. I had one of my uh, friends, colleagues reach out to me that I've worked with over the last nine years or so. And he uh, he's like, oh, I have friends that have a dispensary and they would like to buy some of your glass to give away. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, that's really cool of them to actually want to buy something to give away to their supporters. So I guess what they're doing is it's like when you purchase um, <clears throat> something there, like you're just automatically entry, like raffle tickets. And word on the street is they have the best flower in Denver right now, which <coughs> if you're a real like flower buyer in uh, Colorado or Denver specifically, you know how hard it is sometimes to find quality flour like sometimes your dispensary have it sometimes they don't and then if it's really hyped the weight and then sometimes the hype shit is not as good as you were hoping there's just and then if you know a connect or a person that grows like a boutique style cannabis that's like small batch or whatever it only comes around every once in a while and there's only a certain amount available and yeah so what I'm saying is it's kind of challenging to find good flowers sometimes. So supposedly the healing tree's got some fire. I'm going to be getting a care package from them here soon. They're going to come visit me and I'll probably bring it on the podcast and we can talk about it and check it out in person. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm excited for those folks up there to do this 420 giveaway. Uh, it's like uh, raffle style. So when you scoop stuff, you just get entered in with, I believe tickets, but I'm going to be making a post. It'll come out. The post will be on, I think Monday. So it'll come out the day after this podcast. They'll have more information. It'll show off all the glass um, that they're giving away. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, people can get hyped up. I think they're doing over-the-phone maybe raffle tickets too somehow. But I'll post more about that on Monday. You guys will see that tomorrow after this comes out. <coughs> Holy shit. Wow. That private puffy. Literally, guys. Like, LaserCat did a really good job, and they've always done, like, a good job, but, like, this is noticeably, at least in my opinion, is a really good job. Like, I'm like, good God, I want, like, a, I want, like, a half-ounce jar of that shit. I would smoke a bunch of that, because it's not super fruity. It really is more gassy, but it has, like, this creamy little banana flavor in there that just really complements all that gasoline, all the gassiness to it. Wow. Whew, Okay. Enough, enough of talking about that strain. I'll smoke something else. Honestly, I'm going to smoke some fucking hydrocarbon extract right now and wake my ass up. There's certain, I'm finding that certain types of BHO, like certain strains, certain diamonds, wake me up. <clears throat> so, I'm learning things. And even if, even if it's all like, uh, you know, placebo, even if it's all fake, I'm having fun. I don't give a fuck, dude. I really don't care. I, I'm not going to... I'll overanalyze stuff fine because that's my natural habit. I do. I overanalyze things, but I'm no longer going to put <clears throat> weight into anything I overanalyze. So I'm not going to like overanalyze it and then give it a bunch of power over my life. I'm just going to, if I overanalyze it, cool. If that's a, a puzzle I want to do, cool. But I'm not going to like freak out when I solve the puzzle and it doesn't look like how I want it to look. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be a little bitch. Um, <clears throat> just not, I don't mean that in a, uh, degrading way towards any gender or person either i mean it towards myself self self-deprecating and um you know i'm just just gonna tighten up here i think i was getting a little too sensitive there for a little bit just got tightened up 
But that's what happened. You got a fucking little girl, your fucking dad, you know, the world's ending and shit. You know, it's wild. You get a little sensitive. But I got to tighten up. The world doesn't need any more sensitive men. Um, I think we have plenty. Uh, we can have compassion for each other, but I don't need to overanalyze and get sad for no reason. I just need to tighten up because it's unnecessary. I'm not being helpful to the village. Can't be over there feeling bad for myself when I have all these beautiful gifts in my life. Not saying that this is what I do all the time, but I'm speaking openly because I bet a few of you feel the same way I have before. And maybe hearing that, you can go, dude, I'm going to tighten up too. Fuck that shit, dude. I'm not going to be a handful for the people around me. I'm not going to be a burden. I'm going to be fucking helpful. I'm going to be so helpful that I feel good about myself. There you go. Just get it done. Be selfish and make sure you're selfish in a way that it's helping people. And the side effect is, you know, helping people. Just help people. God, I smoke too much ash and I'm talking like an asshole. Just telling people to help people. It's crazy. We all do that though, right guys? We try to send a positive message when we're making videos on the World Wide Web. Because we all, I think most people out there genuinely want a positive life. They don't want a bunch of bullshit. Some people enjoy the bullshit, you know? There's always outliers. Those unique people that are like, I love chaos. And I'm like, we should have a special place for you where you guys can have your chaos world. <clears throat> and all the folks that just want to like chill and get turped out can go over here. No, that's not right either. That's drawing lines in the sand and separating people. But how do we all, how do we all hang out and have a good time? Is that possible for humans? Or should we all just like respect each other and just if you don't like what someone else is doing, just respectfully go do something somewhere else? I don't have the answer, but I am just trying to heat up a nail so I can do more hash. And uh, those are the things I'm going to talk about while I heat up the nail. This is probably the last day of the episode here, folks. I really appreciate everybody that hung out today. Again, ranty, talking about whatever. Don't forget to check out the uh, website, bmsglass.com. we got the newsletter on there. That's going to keep you up to date on everything we got going on. We only send out the newsletters a few times. Um, or like probably like four or five times a month for like drops and stuff. I have some people that sign up. They're like, I haven't gotten any. I'm like, well, we send them out like before the drops so that you have like kind of a breakdown of the drop and what's available and how it works. And here's tips and tricks to increasing your chances of winning or scooping a piece. Cause sometimes the pieces sell out quick. <clears throat> Not always though. I've had pieces, I've had pieces sit for before for an hour. It really depends. You know, every sale is different. So, um, yeah, definitely check out the website there. We have new shirts that we're dropping. They actually should be available by now. We have long sleeves and short sleeves of them. Finally dropping this design that we've had for years made up. We just, there was so much going on over the last couple of years with family and stuff. We didn't have time to uh, do all these projects that we've had tied up. So we're going to start dropping all these projects. We've, we're supposed to drop like a year ago or two years ago or some shit like that. But yeah, all right. So this is a dab of some Gunslinger Remix from Green Dot. Yeah, Sour Fuel. It's really good. I didn't do a big one because I've done a bunch of dabs already. Wow. Poet. <coughs> All right, everybody. <coughs> we did it. <coughs> episode 93 of the What's a Bear Way podcast. We'll see you folks next week for episode 94, and we will have, hopefully... New nails and some fun five mil pieces 
and some of the new Sunday sale that will be available um, that day because the Sunday sale is the 27th, which is next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great day. Episode 93 of the What's Up Everybody podcast. Whew.